Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first. We're joined on Share Talk today by Cameron Parry, Chief Executive Officer, Lions Gold Limited. Hi, Cameron. Hi, Alex. I was just looking at your last RNS on the 11th of May, the suspension of trading. Yes. Uh, we've been asked a lot of questions. Can you just go into that a little bit, please? Yes. So Lions Gold's been building up since we, uh, well, since I, I joined the company in late July 2016. Um, and uh, what we what we did there was sort of tidy up what we thought um, were the assets in India and, and where we thought the value of, of what was there from the previous management and the previous uh, um, strategy of the company. Uh, we then added a couple of other divisions, which was to get some jurisdictional diversification by uh, looking at um, early stage gold production, uh, high grade small scale mining in Finland, and uh, also to add a financial technology uh, divisions of the company where we could be focused on the retail application of gold, which is the uh, you know, the primary uh, resource that we're interested in. Um, so during the course of 2017, uh, in early 2017, February, I think we changed the name of the company to Lions Gold and got the ticker Lion. Um, we, um, we continued to incrementally increase uh, our position in that financial technology side of, uh, of a subsidiary company, which was started at 27%, then we went to 35% in July. Last year, we, we went to 55% and, and uh, took majority control. And then in April, uh, just gone in 2018, uh, this year, um, we moved to 100%, which was to uh, just to make sure that all of the financial benefit of what we were developing, which is uh, called Gold Block, and it's a gold currency that can uh, sit in sit in a customer's bank account, um, that uh, whilst we're organically growing that between Lions Gold and and the company that was called Track Technology, which we've now renamed recently to Goldblock Limited. Um, that was that product was designed by myself and the CEO of Goldblock Limited. Um, so that is really what we're what we're building this other arm of the business about. Um, the the historical business of Track Technology, which was an online gold trading uh, exchange. Where individuals could have an online account and then put money in it, and at the right time, sort of operate it like a stock bro- stockbroking account, where they're looking at the the timing in the market when they want to buy gold or buy silver or, or sell gold or silver. Um, that that's all sort of being wound down, and it really is the focus on this gold currency that we've we've created. But anyway, um, during you know during the process, and, and we've increased our positions in our Finland joint venture and also in our Indian. Um, in the Indian company, that is uh, India's leading gold exploration company, uh, with uh, three dozen uh, prospecting licenses or uh, or mining li- leases or mining leases and application. So they have one mining mining lease now at Jonagiri and have had for some time. Um, we we've been developing that part of the business and um, and we do that you know at every stage uh, in in discussion and communication with our nomad and that's the regulatory structure on aim to do that um so yeah we were just we were just carrying on really evolving and expanding the business strategy that we've we've laid out um and um yeah i think uh somewhere very recently um how how the regulatory structure works 
there's been a, a second, I don't know, a review or someone's taken a retrospective look at at the, you know, the, um, you know, the evolution of what we're doing on the financial technology side, and deem that to be a, a fundamental change in business direction, which we uh, don't necessarily agree with, but but if that is the view taken. Uh, in that AIM regulatory framework, then obviously we we live with that. Um, but that's so it's quite a technical thing. Um, we as Lions Gold, the business just carries on. So we're bringing out Gold Block this quarter, as we've we've stated previously many times that we would. Um, we will have um, uh, on the Mastercard network. You'll have a debit card attached to that to that product, so that you can um, uh, you know buy and save and spend gold at your leisure with the ease of everyday banking and with that uh, certainty of the global banking network, but of course with the security and stability that comes with directly owning a physical tangible asset uh, such as gold, which is uh, you know the world's original decentralized currency and, and what all of our money was backed by or tied to you know for the last 5,000 years except for the last 50 years, uh, which, uh, which then all of our currency is debt-backed. Um, so anyway, but yeah, so the suspension is nothing to do, I suppose, with the fundamental change in our business or anything like this, but it is a technical thing. Um, we go through an administrate um, an admission document process now. Um, there is a cost to that, which we probably prefer to not uh, to avoid if we could have, but, um, but anyway, this is what we're dealing with. Um, and yeah, I mean, even as the announcement says, it's just it's a very straightforward thing. But I suppose for shareholders, whenever you see a share that you own that's suspended for trading, it it or it can be unsettling. Um, but aside from that, nothing's changing. We're just carrying on. We're building the business. We're growing value. And when we do come back on to the market, um, we expect the price to re-rate. Um, and we would have expected that increase in value to happen while we were on the market, and you would have seen it perhaps more gradually, um, whereas we continue to build the business and that value, and then when we come back on the market, you know, the market will, will judge what that is then worth as a company that now is in revenues, well, at that time will be in revenues, you know, with its with its gold currency product out and available and being used, um, uh, as well as as well as well uh, advances that we're, we're making in India and Finland. So can I touch on that? So if you say you guys are suspended, make it say three months, just make a figure up. You guys yeah. are what, well, you, three to four months we say, so yeah, easy so, to yeah, use so three to four months. Yep. So you're working in the background. So that means you are you allowed to release any news now, or do you have to wait till that period is closed before then you can just bring it out? Uh, no, not only are we allowed to, we we're required to. So we're still material within, changes. You've got to you've on, got to announce on them. Yeah, anything that uh, uh, you know that is price sensitive or a regulatory news announcement, um, it, you know, worthy announcement, then we have to uh, no, we still announce that. So we'll be uh, we'll be announcing when gold blocks released. We'll be announcing when we um, you know with with an update about India. We'll be announcing when we um, get our first gold in Finland from the equipment testing that's going on at the moment with the 200 tons that we're licensed to do. Um, all these things. So, it, it, yeah, it's just that you won't see the share price move, and anybody who wants to get into the company can't can't get in, can't get access to the shares. Um, as far as the company goes, you know, we're just not 
able to be traded on that on that market. Um, yes, yeah, business as but, usual. But, yeah, I mean, even down to we could issue shares. I mean, it's kind of like having a private company again. So, you know, even if you had one shareholder wanting to buy some shares off another shareholder, they, I mean, they can do that transaction, but they just can't do it on the market. The thing, I've got to touch on this. The thing I don't understand is on the 23rd of April, the RNS that was released by Lions Gold stated that you had 100% ownership of track and gold block. And then we jump forward to the 11th of May. Then obviously your nomads or the AIM market, somebody's reviewed it, looked at it and decided to suspend you. It's, it's, it's just so confusing because it's been the public domain since the 23rd of April. Uh, yeah. And it depends when you think, it, uh, you know, if, uh, if as it states in the, uh, in the RNS, that um, it's been determined the company has undertaken a fundamental change of business yeah. through the acquisition of track. Um, you know, does that occur when you become a majority owner? I mean, or does it occur when you have absolute ownership? I mean, we, we went to 55% in July 2017. Um, so it is, you know, it's, look, it's, it's part There's of no the regulatory... There's no clarification, is there really? It, no, but there, and it's kind of a moot point anyway, because the decision has been made... Uh, we don't necessarily agree with that decision, but it's been made, and therefore we we now deal with it. And we work with our uh, we work within that regulatory framework to come back on that market, and we're happy to do all that. It's it is just a little bit out of uh, uh, out of the blue for shareholders. It's a little bit out of uh, out of left field for the company as well. But but it, I mean, it, apart from that, <laughs> it's not very good if people wanted to buy and buy and sell shares in the meantime that's the bit that's now restricted. Everything else just carries on. And uh, and there is some added expense now that we have to incur to uh, uh, admission document process. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's not a perfect situation for, you know, for us or for the Nomad or for, for you know, who the Nomad reports to at home. Yeah. So, but anyway, it is, it is where we're at. Um, and we are, you know, we just crack on and, and do our work. Uh, we keep building the business, the businesses as we, as we, were and and you know as planned, um, and uh, and we'll also do this other work to um, to make sure that uh, you know everything on the regulatory side for for our shares being able to be traded on AIM is uh, is done as as required. I've got a couple of questions from shareholders. Is it okay if I ask them, Cameron? Oh, of course. Yeah. In no particular order. First one is a place and to raise funds needed. Do you think? Um, yeah, so there is an extra expense in going through this process, uh, and I suppose that is one thing that having your shares uh, suspended from trading, uh, that, that is one of the things that it can affect your ability to raise capital for a public listed company, obviously, if, if, if their shares aren't quoted. Um, uh, cash in the bank, and um, uh, we've also got a lot of uh, warrants at 1.2p still outstanding. Um, we have the right to enforce... Uh, those to be exercised. Um, we we will look at whether we want to try and encourage those to be exercised in the lead up to the end of our financial year, which is 30th of June. Um, we don't need to go anywhere else to, to try and raise money. Um, that said, if there was a strategic, so once we get once gold blocks released and once we can actually demonstrate some numbers, some some metrics of uh, customer acquisition numbers, this type of thing, then it may be. You know, there may be a strategic investor worth coming in at that point uh, at a at a price we can agree 
that may also help reset what the price is that the stock comes back on the market at. Um, so we we would uh, you know we would never say never to to doing that. There may be a strategic reason to do it, but as far as needing money, we don't need money outside of what we've already. Uh, what what we already either have in the bank or or what we could easily line up. Second question: When is Gold Block Two being released? This quarter. That's a good answer. So um, that's <laughs> the same as it's always been. <laughs> Software software's always it's not an exact uh, thing to complete, but uh, that's why we we've always said it's this quarter rather than giving a, a specific date. This one's interesting. It's been mentioned of a listing via the Indian market. Can you tell us any more? Uh, no, that was just, I mean, not really, because that was just complete fake news. Um, oh, really? Sorry to use that, t- sorry to use that term. Um, what I mentioned in Manchester at a share talk, uh, uh, you know, Q&A thing after, after a presentation I did a couple of months back um, at your show, Alex, um, there, there is opportunity for us. We, we're very interested in India. Uh, as a as a growing global market, as a global player, and our foothold in India is through mining, so that's an obvious route for us to continue to try and expand on. There's legislative change that we believe coming in how uh, you know tenements and licences are held and the continuity of that ownership um, to be protected if you develop an asset and then sell it, uh, so that you know so the exploration companies can can develop assets and then sell them to you know mining companies for example uh, at the different phase of the cycle or producing companies I should say um, so so what I did mention is that one of our corporate strategies or corporate objectives um, is to for Lions gold to get to get a position uh, a shareholding position of uh, a Bombay Stock Exchange listed company that's not for Lions gold or for gold block to list um, Lions Gold's already listed, um, you know, albeit we're suspended from trading at the moment. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity on the Bombay Stock Exchange. Uh, we do believe that the that the uh, the mining sector on the BSE will rapidly expand with a couple of changes to their listing rules over there, um, and we we think that will naturally occur, and and that will be coming over the you know it still may be a couple of years, but we think that will will occur. Um, so we're just getting our Positions, you know, set early uh, for all to to maximise all these things, um, and then of course the link between India and what we do on the financial technology side with Goldblock, which we're releasing initially in the UK, um, you know, that is a fantastic natural fit of a market for us to then release, you know, to 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 release Goldblock in India next year. Uh, so that's a target of the companies. Um, but yeah, as far as there's no, we're not looking at dual listing or anything. If that was the question about Lions Gold or Lions Gold leaving London yeah. to list in Bombay, um, in Mumbai, I should say, um, on the Bombay Stock Exchange. Um, so yeah, and but I did see somebody, somebody uh, texted me a, a snapshot of a. There was an article or something with a headline saying that Gold Block is being listed on the BSE, and then and then it came off, came down or something. Um, but that was nothing to do with us. That's just complete fake news. I mean, there's so much nonsense and, uh, you know, so many falsehoods spread around, you know, which you kind of get used to on bulletin boards and things like this. But that was that was presented as though there was an article, a financial, you know, article covering, covering this. It has nothing to do with us 
we don't know where that came from, and it certainly didn't have one ounce of uh, fact to it. The mystery of the bulletin boards. <laughs> that well, I guess you can kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of make anything look like a real story nowadays pretty easily on on a person's computer, and I think that's just what somebody's done. It's uh, just a mischievous thing, but it's so I can't actually explain it because it's got nothing to do with us. That leads us nicely onto the next question. How is Goldblock going to be marketed? Uh, in a word, digitally. Um, we fortunately, at uh, the guys behind Goldblock and how we roll this out, we've all got a few grey hairs now from our earlier, you know, entrepreneurial uh, things that we've uh, the individuals have done. Um, so. You know, we don't need to make a big noise about gold block up front or, or pre-market it because one of the benefits of having a public company uh, is that we do have a, a forum, we do have a soapbox, being a regulatory news flow um, that um, that allows us to to let the world know that this product is now available and what it's about. And we've already, you know, to some degree, explained what it is about and what what is coming. Um, and then it's just a case of making sure we spend our money and you know shareholder asset, um, uh, you know, very intelligently, uh, in a very targeted and purposeful manner. Um, and we've got, uh, we believe we've selected the right, um, you know, digital marketers, digital PR agency, and uh, digital, um, uh, you know, analysis company to you know, to sort of optimise what, what our spend would be on marketing and how we how we focus that uh, once it's released and, and on an ongoing basis. So, uh, so, yeah, digitally is the main way we'll be marketing that. Can Lion reach a 70 to 100 million market cap in 2019, in your opinion? Uh, yes. Um, you, if we had, uh, I mean, not saying we would achieve this, but... Uh, so let's say it was 100, you would want to be able to, uh, I think, show that you have annualised net profit. This is, I mean, this is just, just as a completely hypothetical. I think if we got to the point of showing we have annualised net profit of $5 million a year from, from Goldblock, for example, then then we would easily be worth $100 million. You'd, you'd get a 20 times uh, PE on that. I should say not net profit earnings. If we could show there's five million of earnings in Gold Block at some point during that year, um, that may not be the case. We're certainly not suggesting that's the case. Initially, what we want to do is get to um, uh, get to 20,000 users. We want to demonstrate through the transactional fees and the market making that we uh, that we can generate revenues from through the Gold Block business model. Um, that that you know that we can achieve an annualised figure of 10 million in revenues. Um, and uh, and it'll be somewhere around 20% of that as earnings. Uh, so if you, I suppose, if you kind of work on the multiple that I was just referring to, that'd be you know two times 20 might be around 40 million as a market cap. That's you know, and again, that's purely hypothetical. There's so many other factors that go into what a market cap is. Um, but you know, if we're around 50 million, we no longer become, you know, we, we lift off from being a micro cap and that's the important thing we want to achieve uh, as a first step. Nice. The final question, the financial position of track is particularly weak based on the recent violence. How do you aim to tackle this, Cameron? Well, it's not weak, it's just small. It's a small business. I don't uh, write the these questions. 
No, no, sorry, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying yeah. to be argumentative. I'm just sort of clarifying. It's the track that business has been going for five or six years, and if you want to get into gold, if you want to do it in a scalable way, you must have time in that industry. Um, yeah. You can't just be a startup going, oh, we're going to do all this with gold and we're going to move, you know, kilos of gold a month and all this. I mean, you just can't. I mean, there is there is a money laundering aspect to gold historically, uh, nothing to do with what most of the players nowadays are doing and certainly nothing to do with what we're doing. But but you do need to build up those relationships and it takes time in any market. One of the reasons we're so focused on what's going on in India and our, um, you know, 21.5% uh, stake in GMI saw is because other people have spent 20 years building up that portfolio and often with these things what you're actually investing is you're buying the time that they've been there doing it because somebody has to do this so track had been um, uh, a trading business for <clears throat> five or six years uh, in the market with gold providing online accounts for people to put their cash in and then buy and sell gold as as they might use a, a share broking account online share broking account um and gold block we've developed you know sort of from that between myself and rafe the other ceo to, to come up with this product that we're now releasing and thanks to the platform that's being developed by nigel verdon and um and clive mitchell at uh, rails bank uh, we're actually able to deliver on on our vision for this product, and that is to get your direct ownership of physical gold represented in your bank account. Um, and that hasn't been done before. So um, anyway, so track that business, it's a business that, that business model, the old business model, whilst it was small and it was, you know, the size of a small business, yeah. there were reasons for that, which I've, I'm well aware of. So uh, that's why we were happy to come in you know, and we got such a low valuation to begin with, uh, as you could probably expect off the off the historical financials. Although there was lots of potential there, which obviously we're fulfilling now, um, which is why we did it. But that even that business model, where we will be closing down, um, because it'll all be about gold block. I mean, to have a gold currency is just a unique, powerful thing, uh, and that's where we see the future for you know, in that side of Lions Gold's business. So it's not really anything to do with the previous uh, historical business model. So it's so it's irrelevant. It is a small business. It's a robust business, you know, but it, it is also kind of a moot point moving forward. Um, yeah. So no, that, that, that's great, Cameron. Just, just un, it's just unimportant, those figures. I'm sure your shareholders will appreciate your answering the questions. I've got it. You just touched on uh, Rails Bank there, Nigel. And yourselves, Lions Gold. You'll be at our show this weekend in Birmingham. Yeah. Jeez, oh, I knew you'd get a plug in for Share Talks <laughs> presentation up in Walsall. Um, no, that, that's right, Alex. Um, we plan to do this. I can't remember when we agreed to do it. It was about a month ago or something. Um, yeah. And um, obviously, the suspension of our shares is a bit untimely and and unex uh, a little bit unexpected. But nevertheless. Um, it is business as usual. I'm always happy to meet with people. It's great to see, you know, the turnouts at some of these events. I think Share Talks is a great grassroots kind of investor, um, you know, uh, focused uh, business, and so that's that's always a good thing. Um, so yeah, we'll be there. Uh, look forward to presenting, and and I can maybe answer. I mean, I'll probably repeat a lot of what we're saying now, but I'm certainly happy to try and answer as best I can. 
uh, without pointing any fingers or, I don't know, that type of thing, um, but to answer about the suspension of trading, uh, but also generally about our other things. Uh, and it is the positive things that obviously, you know, that'll make or break Lions Gold. That, that is, you know, the release of Gold Block, um, the project being developed in India, the other assets being developed in India, the opportunities that we are open to in India because of our position there, uh, what's happening in Finland, uh, you know, we are interested in, you know, delivering a gold currency to the world, uh, and we're interested in making sure we can source, at least in part, have control of some of the source of the sources of the physical gold that we will need to get, because ultimately, um, that could become our rate-limiting step, uh, and that is that we can't have people open a gold block account if if we can't supply the physical gold for them. So at the moment we can get all that from the market and that's fine. But if uh, you know, if years to come, uh, the value of physical gold is seen as different to the value of synthetic gold, which is like a, you know, a, a paper right to some gold, so like an ETF or a futures contract, something like this, where you don't have direct ownership of of the um, of the physical, you know, tangible gold. Um, so if there's a different price there and and the two global spot prices you know, uh, diverge, and then, you know, it is possible that, I mean, gold is a scarce resource, so we may be limited in what supply we can get. So we need to have our other sources of gold to make sure we can back up our own supply, uh, because if we can't do that, uh, we wouldn't be able to open more and more customer accounts with gold block. So these are the positives, but we've got a lot, we've got a lot ahead of us in Lions Gold, and, um, you know, the... This, the next three or four months, you just won't you just won't see the value that we're building. It won't be reflected in a stock price and a share market price because that's suspended. But everything else is going on, and we've got a long, you know, a long and hopefully very positive uh, road ahead because there's a lot to be done here. It's a very big opportunity um, for Lions Gold, so we intend to carry carry it out. Well, I could twist it on its head there. If you think like a shareholder. If you if you guys are going to release news on a continuous basis over the next three to four months, it could be an interesting scenario when your share does come back to the market. Yeah, particularly if um, if there's one or two things we can do to to demonstrate that the company is worth more than yeah than the current price point six five price reflects, which is about thirteen million market cap, um, and then. Um, you know, and there may be some other people trying to get positions straight away, which which may also push the price up, or, or to clear positions, which may you know mean that the price gets pushed up initially as well. So it should be exciting. It's it's slightly unfortunate that it's less exciting yeah. three or four months because the because the stock's not traded. But um, but you know, it's just as exciting as it was. All the fundamentals are there. Um, we continue to develop the business. We're not desperate for money. Um, uh, you know, so it's, it's onwards and upwards as always with Lion. Um, but it is slightly unsettling for shareholders, you know, for whatever the reason. And obviously it's not like a, a business health reason um, for us to be suspended. But for whatever the reason to see your shares suspended in a company that you own shares in, it is a little bit unsettling. Yeah. And, um, and for that, you know, we're sorry if anybody does feel, uh, you know, has felt, uh, felt unsettled or whatever, but there's nothing more than just a technical situation there as to why we've, uh, why we've had to do that. 
um, which we're now getting resolved. Uh, it'll just take three or four months. Um, but in you know, but the company is still building on its promise and building all you know all of the value that we kind of mapped out. You just won't see that reflected in the share price while we do it. But you will once we come back on the market, I expect. Cameron, I look forward to catching up with you at the weekend, and thanks very much for taking the time to talk to your shareholders and answering the questions. No problem, Alex. Good to speak with you again. And yeah, I look forward to seeing uh, yourself and and anybody else who's in attendance on Saturday night. That'll uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to presenting. All right, thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.